to Z Sports Primetime on a Monday night. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has the Built For You program that allows you to customize any new Ford, any color, any available accessories, and get it built for you, delivered right to your door. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the official real estate agent of the Titans and the Preds. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered commercially or residentially at Brymac.com. Okay, so today's been a shit show. <laughs> I mean, if we can just if we can just uh, start there. Today has been an unholy mess in ways that I could not have expected. So um, here, let, let us start here, okay? I told you guys that I was not prepared for Titans to be back in session, basically. I have not had the adequate time to uh, physically, mentally, emotionally recuperate since the end of last season. You guys have been melting my face off with opinions, both here on the primetime show and for three hours a day on the radio show, Monday through Friday. Opinions, scorching hot opinions about Ryan Tannehill and about three interceptions and about one of the most disastrous playoff games you have ever witnessed in your lives. I understand. I completely get it. Truly, I do. I look at this and I think that as a Titans fan, that had to be one of the more difficult losses to swallow. There is no disputing this. To have the first play of the game on offense and the last play of the game on offense result in two interceptions and throw a third one in the middle of it, that is a tough way to go down after fighting all the way through a season against improbable odds. So everybody is super high strung right now, super tense, and making yourselves miserable. When on the first day of the off-season program, the voluntary off-season program beginning, people are screaming at one another about A.J. Brown subtweets and Ryan Tannehill not being present here in Tennessee. It is a phenomenon unlike any I have seen in coming on six years, well, coming on seven years, living in Tennessee. I've never seen you all this mad about anything in your sports lives. It is a fire that cannot be extinguished, or at least I do not think will be extinguished, until they finally take the field for the first time in a regular season game in 2022. And all of this is surrounding two individuals, specifically. One, in A.J. Brown, who's due a contract here in the very near future. And two, Ryan Tannehill, whose contract you very much would have liked to gotten rid of after your playoff hopes came to a screeching three-turnover-ridden three halt. And all of this stuff is carrying over into the first day of the off-season program in ways that are unimaginable to me. I, I can't, I, yes, so last night, didn't have the primetime show, right? It's Easter Sunday. By the way, hope you guys had a, uh, had a great holiday. Um, if you celebrate, and if not, I hope you had a great weekend anyway. So no primetime show last night, just in observance 
of uh, of everybody or the majority of people. I don't even know the majority of people. Most people celebrating Easter in some form or fashion. Take a Sunday night off. Okay. So I'm sitting there last night and I'm planning things out. I'm making notes for all these different things that I want to, you know, how I want to approach because the season's coming up and oh my God, they, they report to the building on Monday in some form or fashion. I need to be tracking down who's going to be there. I need to be getting ready to write a bunch of articles this week. I need to carve out some time to make sure that I'm buttoned up on all the different information that's going to be coming in and out. And oh, holy hell, we're 10 days away from the NFL draft. I thought this shit was supposed to be the offseason. No, no, no. We get to today after last night sitting there with, with my version of the Sunday scaries. Okay, I have an incredible job. Nobody has a better job than me. I've told you guys that a million times. No fool should have all of the professional opportunities that I have had before the age of 30 to cover an NFL team, to go become, I'm coming up on five years covering, no, coming up on six years, covering a professional NFL team, a professional football team, to get to travel to games, do all of these things, and yet I am just shook, just shook by the idea that this thing was getting ready to, uh, getting ready to circulate, to ramp back up, again today. And as soon as the press conferences began, not very polarizing in any way, shape, or form, Ben Jones, not saying anything hugely inflammatory, right? Ben is not, is infamously not a very inflammatory. He's not, he's not, he's not going to give you a a barn burning quote, right? That's fine. Ben is great at what Ben does. Ben is a great professional football player. I very much enjoy Ben, even if he's not necessarily all that quotable for an article. Elijah Molden, Tells us about how he got married and honeymoon this offseason. Very happy for him and his new bride. Very, you know, just kind of stepping up expectations. Defense is returning all these good things. Austin Hooper gets up there. And he, on the day that Adam Schefter is reporting that neither Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, or A.J. Brown are going to be in attendance for this voluntary portion of the offseason, Austin Hooper gets up there today, your new tight end. He's talking about the opportunity. He's, he's sleeping at Kevin Hogan's place, who, by the way, I bet you didn't know until recently that Kevin Hogan is still a quarterback on your roster. He's buddies with Kevin Hogan from college. He's been bunking with Kevin Hogan. And all of these things come about, and he just kind of lets slip that Ryan Tannehill, and you'll hear from Austin Hooper later on in the show, let's slip that Ryan Tannehill is not in attendance for the first day of the voluntary offseason program beginning. And the internet Loses its mind. Loses its mind. And we haven't even gotten to the AJ subtweets yet. So this continues to spiral until about 3.30 or 4.30 this afternoon. AJ Brown takes to Twitter as he is wont to do. And listen, AJ is allowed to do whatever. It's his social media. The idea that there are certain rules and regulations for how athletes need to tweet, it doesn't matter. It matters zero other than the fact that every time he tweets, You and I and many other people, because this is a multi-billion dollar industry, are going through and hyper-analyzing tweets that, in all likelihood, some of them, most of them, the vast majority of them, have absolutely nothing to do with professional football or A.J. Brown's NFL career. A.J. just likes to tweet. He's got things he's got on his mind. He's got things on on the tip of his tongue. He wants to fire it off into the internet. And if he doesn't like it, or if it, you know, what for whatever reason, he deletes it. Not the end of the world. It's just an athlete on Twitter. And yet, 
the amount of scrutiny on this athlete's tweets has created a firestorm just because he's in a contract year. So we are going to talk about these things because he he did have one that was addressed, it felt, to uh, a certain segment of the Titans fan base. And we will talk about this together here on the primetime show. I want to start first, though, with your Two Rivers Ford take. By the way, welcome back. It's football season, baby. Like it ever. I almost said a bad word that I try not to say. Like it ever effing ended. We're right back in it. Right back in the thick of things. Tannehill, A.J. Brown contracts. Punch me in the face, but it's a great time because it, you know, we're, we're, it's breathed or it's given new life to this news cycle that was slowly, slowly dying with 10 days, 10 days to go until the NFL draft. So let's start with your two rivers for take and we'll work our way up from there. What one word would you use to describe AJ Brown's so-called, some of you are calling them cryptic tweets. I just think they're tweets, so-called cryptic tweets. What is your reaction to these things? One word, if you would be so kind, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We will discuss at length together right after I tell you about the people who make the Two Rivers Ford take possible. That, of course, is Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford offers you the Built For You program. Unlike any other dealership in Tennessee, Two Rivers Ford is going to operate with honesty and with integrity, while also providing you all manner of unique services that have made them so successful doing business here in Middle Tennessee with Middle Tennesseans for nearly 40 years, since 1983. Two Rivers Ford, the Built For You program, any new Ford, any color you select, any accessories that come with that particular Ford model. You build that car for you online. You can design it online. You can go into the dealership and help pick out all the parts and pieces that you want in your new Two Rivers Ford. They'll build it for you. They will deliver the vehicle right to your door. It's like Amazon, but for your next car at Two Rivers Ford, their non-commissioned sales staff is great. They are the best in the business for a variety of reasons. And if you aren't looking for a new vehicle, you can check out one of the state's largest selection at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what one word would you use to describe A.J. Brown's cryptic tweets? I think that the word cryptic is assigns a, a, a meaning to it that I don't think necessarily tells the full story, but you know, we can work through this thing together because God knows that's what I've been doing all day. And I'm sure many of you have as well. Ryan Fields with a little bit of sanity here. AJ is the least of my worries, he says. Both coach and general manager said he's going to be a Titan. Twice, John Robinson said that he's going to be a Titan on the record. Twice is the thing that comes to mind. Uh, it's Tannehill, says Ryan Fields. Tannehill is the concern for Ryan Fields. You're the captain. The leader, get your ass out there like your job is on the line. This comes across as cocky coming off his worst game, his worst game, not worst game, but yes, I understand your point, in two-tone blue. So um, let's let's save Tannehill. Let's save Tannehill. Let's just take this A.J. Brown first, all right? Because uh, I, I want to, we we have to, we have, there, there needs to be, there needs to be space between these two things because I don't have the bandwidth to do them both at once, even though that's basically what I've been doing today. Um, so Ryan Field says AJ is not a concern. EA says the tweets are unprofessional. <sighs> According to whom, right? Like, you know, I tweet all sorts of unprofessional shit. I am a paid professional 
professional, uh, by A to Z Sports Media LLC. I am also a paid professional of Cumulus Nashville, which is the uh, the company that owns 104.5 The Zone, the place where I do three hours of sports talk radio a day on top of the A to Z Sports Primetime Show and the podcast that I do for both companies. I am a hugely unprofessional tweeter. What do, do, does that impact my ability to talk about the Tennessee Titans, which I am paid to do, to host shows the way that I am paid to do, to travel, to report, to go into locker rooms, to be able to interview athletes and coaches, et cetera, et cetera. Who deems that unprofessional, if not the people who are paying me to be the professional? A.J. Brown is paid to do a job. There is nothing in his contract that says that A.J. Brown can't be a bit of a subtweeter if he likes. There is nothing in A.J. Brown's contract that says he can't tweet about whatever's crossing his mind at the partic- at any particular moment, and he seems to have a very active mind. And by the way, he's got not a ton to do at this time in the football calendar other than work out, take care of himself, and by the way, he's a dad, so he's probably got a lot on his plate uh, with his uh, with his little girl, who I know he uh, who he absolutely adores, and he tells us so every time it gets brought up in conversation. Those of you who have children, I am not personally aware of the circumstance. But those of you who have children, know full time job. Okay, so he's not got a lot to do right now, and so he expresses himself on Twitter. LeBron James is doing the exact same shit on Twitter because he's not in the playoffs. He's sitting on the couch like the rest of us. I, uh, Karen O'Keefe says A to Z wrote a good article explaining all of this. I don't know, Karen, if you're talking about, cause I didn't write AJ, I wrote Tannehill, but I'm sure somebody wrote AJ today and the details of it. I just think that the, uh, I just think that the idea that it's unprofessional AJ's a, is I guess, I mean, he's 24. Would that technically be generation X? Like that's not millennial. I think cause I'm millennial. I'm 93. AJ is four, well, almost five years younger than me. So I think he's considered Gen X. Um, but anyway, you've got a, you know, a very thoughtful, uh, emotional, both on the field and off the field, 24 year old Gen X athlete out there on social media. If he tweets about shit that isn't, hasn't got anything to do with football and you assign a meaning to it that he never intended. That's on you. You know what I'm saying? So unprofessional. (sighs) Twitter exists to get, I don't want to say normal people, but most people fired, right? Like, and, and I'll read, and I'll read some of the tweets just because, um, just because we, we don't have video of it and there's no way to, I mean, there would be ways to put it into video, but, uh, not a, uh, not a necessary thing. For this point, basically five hours ago, AJ Brown tweeted uh, things that he had heard people saying about them, whether this was something he was tagged in on social media, whether he's listening to sports talk radio right now, whether he's reading some of your comments on the Internet. I'm certain that he is. He says, I'm a diva and a bad teammate all of a sudden. LOL. Okay, do what you have to do. Then so will I. And then he goes on later to tweet about an hour later. They switch up quick talking about people and their alliances and fans and the way that fans switch up quick on professional athletes. This is something that Debo Samuel has been very public about. Another one of these wide receivers who's getting ready to go through a contract negotiation 
and isn't showing up to the first day of voluntary off-season workouts. And I'll tell you why this shit is so ridiculous when I describe to you exactly what this part of the off-season consists of. Because if you are upset about this, I assume that you soon will not be when I tell you how ridiculous it is that people are freaking out about this particular time of year, like these next two weeks at the very, very start of things. So AJ Brown's tweeting all this out. And again, professional, not professional. Uh, we, we've had, we've had, uh, you know, I mean, for not, not to make it a political show, but like president Trump, right? President Trump famously very active on Twitter. He's the president of the United States. There are a, there's a large contingent of the population that would deem Trump's tweets unprofessional. That's the leader of the free world. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I refer back to my own tweets. I am wildly unprofessional on social media. If I cared, I mean, I do care about my career very much so, but if I cared about my career in a professional sense, I would not tweet the way that I do, but then it would be inauthentic. And I want you guys to have the most real sense of, of me, right? Because we're going to interact every night here on primetime. We're going to interact on social media every day. We're going to interact on the radio show every day. Like I am constantly trying to figure out ways to personally engage with you guys. And if I'm doing it in a way that's fake, you're going to smell me out in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? So I, I word vomit on Twitter way too much. In fact, Zach Bingham has, has had to help me curb my Twitter habit in the way that I think, you know, maybe somebody thinks that AJ needs to stop tweeting. I'm sure that the organization doesn't care as long as he continues to catch touchdown passes, but he needs to play more than 13 games a year. If he's going to have a Twitter habit like this, whatever right? Like these judgments, professional, unprofessional, they're not for you or I to decide because we do not personally employ AJ Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the unprofessional thing is not something that I, I will abide by. Um, so how, I mean, so I, I guess I, I don't know how a lot of people feel about it. Uh, Gen X is 1965 to 1980. Okay. Gen Z. Thank you. Gen Z. I apologize. Gen Z. Uh, my mistake. Uh, so I've got my generations mixed up. Buck, uh, Dom Odell says, Buck, they think it's college football mat drills. This is the NFL. Barely anyone goes to these things. That's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. Like there's just so much there. There's so much there that people have this built up angst about, you know what I'm saying? And you go through it and you look at it and you say, okay, so what is this What is this two weeks actually consisting of? Because it's phase one of the offseason, all right? So let me read to you exactly what A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill, and Derrick Henry, and many others are missing by not being a part of phase one. Okay, so you're limited to four hours a day in these next two weeks. It is a two-week length, phase one of the offseason. It is limited to only strength and conditioning activities. So it's, you know, weightlifting and sprints on the field or whatever uh by working out on the uh working out on the uh on the bikes on the sideline that you know the the players who are rehabbing there will be rehabilitation only by the way are strength and conditioning coaches even allowed on the field at this time of year you have a 90 minute of the four hours a day you have a 90 minute max on the time that you can physically spend on the field if you're the players the clubs meaning the teams they can only specify Two hours for the players to be at the facility. Players get to choose what they do for the other two hours, whether it's weight training, whether it's, you know, you're going to, uh, whether it's rehabilitation, whether you're going to host 
you know, a, a side meeting for your position group, whatever. Like it's four hours a day and it's just basically like running and lifting. There's no Ryan Tannehill. Now within the CBA, can he be throwing to Austin Hooper outside of the, uh, outside of the confines of the facility? Sure. It's just when it comes to the, and there's rules in the CBA about that. In fact, uh, Kaharski, Paul Kaharski wrote a, uh, a good, uh, a good explanation of that because Paul went through and read the CBA. I'm simply looking at the NFLPA offseason rules, which does not specify that players can or cannot throw to, you know, not a you, basically uncovered routes. Like they can go, they can go run seven on seven drills. Well, not seven on seven drills. That's literally the opposite of, of what it is. They can throw routes on air. Tannehill can throw routes on air. That's why he's, you know, I mean, he's, he can do it with Mason Kinsey. Mason Kinsey can schlep down to Miami if he wants to. Ryan Tannehill can drag his up his ass up here to Nashville two weeks earlier than he feels like he needs to. But as far as the things that matter, A.J. Brown is not going to be participating. Fine. Derrick Henry's not going to be participating. Fine. Taylor Lewan's not going to be participating. Fine. Jeff Simmons not going to be participating. I'm not worried about any of those guys, right? Not when it comes to this. Like Ryan Tannehill showing up for an hour and a half maximum to run conditioning drills on the field is not going to help him throw an interception or help stop him from throwing an interception on the first play of a playoff game to Jesse Bates and hitting him right in the chest, right? It's just, it's nonsensical. It's nonsensical the way that people are losing their minds. And AJ's behavior on Twitter, I just, I don't, I don't know why it matters. I don't know why it matters in any way, shape, or form. I truly don't. Let him tweet if he wants to tweet. And, you know, you guys get to you guys get to react to it. I wish that less people would tweet at athletes. I think the way that people cannot, cannot compose themselves when tweeting at athletes, I believe this for college recruits, I believe this for college athletes, I believe this for professional athletes, because after all, AJ's still only 24 damn years old. The I, I just, there is so much, so many expectations. And listen, rightfully so. When you make the kind of money, when you have the kind of public presence, and you have the, have the ability to have the kind of platform the NFL provides, certain expectations are had of you. But like the idea that a 24, I mean, he's still a kid, 24. 20, even, even as he's only four years, almost five years younger than me, I, I still feel like A.J. Brown is a, is a he's, he's a man. He's a family. Let me not, I'm not saying that to diminish AJ Brown. I'm just saying in terms of like life experience, growth and development, like he's very much still in his formative years. If he learns throughout the course of this process to tweet less, great. I hope he finds some peace in it because it seems like he's reading everything and that cannot possibly be healthy, but it doesn't help that people are just peppering him with tags and shit that don't, it doesn't need to happen right now. Ken Kanev says, as long as he's not beating up Walgreens employees, well, you know, he can't, he can't beat up the Walgreens employees. And also he cannot be in a room with friends of his or people who he's associated with who are having conflict with the Walgreens employees. Both things, as we have learned in recent history, uh, can be problematic for the careers of professional athletes. If not, you know, just paying a strong, uh, a strong, or a, uh, what amounts to an expensive parking ticket. Jake asks, Jake West asked me how I feel about Ryan Tannehill. I'll get to Tannehill here in just a second. I understand that we spent 30 minutes on just A.J. Brown. Tannehill is a different situation. Um, but I think uh, I think that when you look at this, 
the the value of AJ Brown being here right now is next to none. Um, and we'll get into why that why that makes me care less about Ryan Tannehill being here either here in just a second. In fact, why don't we do that now? Since we've uh, you know all I can do is all I can do is yell more about people tweeting at AJ Brown or reading too much into AJ Brown's tweets or whatever. Like it's just it needs to end. Other than it's providing us content mercifully tonight. Um, on a Monday night in April, on the first day of OTAs, not even OTAs, we're in the off-season program. It's just, it's just silliness. Just so much silliness. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of wide receiver contracts, AJ, Debo, DK, Terry McLaurin. We're going to talk a lot about that tomorrow on the radio show. Diana Rossini of ESPN, who had uh, some updates on the contract, the status of contract negotiations between AJ Brown and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Diana's going to be on the radio show tomorrow at like 10.05 a.m. Central Time. So make sure you're listening on 104.5 The Zone. It will be a fun conversation had by all. All right, let's talk about Ryan Tannehill. The question that I would like to pose to you regarding the Titans quarterback is this. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. Ryan Tannehill not present for voluntary offseason for day one of the voluntary offseason program. Let me know in the comment section. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch, we will discuss at length together right after I tell you about the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans. That, of course, is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Predators, and of me. I got my dream address without the stress through the Ashton team, and I did it with the Intel Edge that only Gary and his team can provide. That Intel helps you sell your home for more without any showings or staging. That Intel helps you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity. Now, there's so many people out there getting the same information on the same properties because there's all kinds of properties that are getting snapped up really quick in Middle Tennessee and people aren't doing their due diligence. That's because people aren't working with the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com the way that they should be. So be like me, be like the Titans, be like the Preds. Use the best in the business. It's the Ashton Real Estate Group at GaryAshton.com. So let us talk about Ryan Tannehill. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. Ryan Tannehill not being present for day one of the voluntary off-season program beginning. Again, conditioning, no more than 90 minutes at a time on the field, no more than four hours of work a day. There is a lot uh, there's a lot of nothing there, although, according to the CBA, based on Paul's research, Paul Kaharski's uh, research of the CBA, Ryan Tannehill can still find ways to throw routes on air to his teammates. Austin Hooper is one of the players in attendance this week. Would you like to see Tannehill get a little bit of a head start with Austin Hooper? Sure. Is it going to be the end of the world? Probably not, but it's two weeks worth of work that we're going to have this conversation, and Ryan Tannehill's not here. So. Uh, how this how this came about, how this was kind of unearthed, and this is not uncommon for Ryan Tannehill or any quarterback to not attend these things, at the, a veteran quarterback. Any veteran quarterback to not attend these things at this time of year. Austin Hooper's talking to the media today, and he he kind of lets it be known that Ryan Tannehill, yeah, he's not here. I mean, until he gets here, I mean, just you know, let him enjoy his time with his family. I'm uh, you know, getting shape, getting uh, my teammates, and uh, learning the systems that are in place here. And, uh, Understand how you can walk around the building without getting lost too much. So, I mean, day one, you know, we're going to take some baby steps right now, figuring out the building. 
All right, so Hooper says until he gets here. Sam the man says it's a big deal. He needs all the reps and work he can get. Well, but there are no reps to be had at the facility, Sam. Like, again, he can go elsewhere and he can throw to his teammates routes on air. Would that be productive? Yeah. Mason Kinsey, and there's a couple of other players. I think Nick Westbrook-Akina was one of them. Went down to Miami, went down to South Florida, and uh, had a a catch with Ryan Tannehill, right? We see, you know, Marcus Mariota used to take them all to California during the offseason. I imagine that Ryan Tannehill probably paid for their airfare down there. I don't know that to be so, but... You know, I uh, well, let me let me not make assumptions about who paid for what. That's I don't know that, so let me not speak recklessly. But the point being, like the reps, he can get the reps anywhere. He can get the reps in Miami. He can get the reps in Nashville. The only place that he can't get the reps in the two weeks of work are literally at the facility, which is the thing that everybody's bent out of shape about him not being here. Now, when you look at the Tannehill circumstance, there is there is. There is this, you know, okay, leadership quality. Kevin Byard's here. Ben Jones is here. Why isn't the starting quarterback here? As Wesley James Sandquist, forgive me, uh, Wesley, if I've mispronounced your last name, says, if you're on the team, they all should be there no matter the situation. Yeah, but they're not. Like, should they? Maybe. Um, Is it physically in their best interest to be? Probably not. I mean, if I feel like the offseason was too short and I'm not the one getting in a car wreck on every play, they probably feel like the offseason is not nearly long enough and that I'm sure many of them would like to spend additional time with their family and loved ones in the places that they live in the offseason because Ryan Tannehill doesn't live in Nashville. Kevin Byard does. Ben Jones does. If they're going to work out, if they're going to condition, if they're going to train, all right, bleep it. We'll go down the street. We'll do it together at the facility because they physically live, live here and it's convenient for them to do so. Could Ryan Tannehill make a go of it? Sure. Like, it's not going to put Ryan Tannehill out to come up two weeks early. But, like, there's all kinds of human element things that you don't take into account for. One, voluntary. Two, like, what if it's kid? What if his kid's birthday party is tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? And, like, Ryan, and maybe, maybe he shows up. And I don't know that necessarily if they don't report today, can they not show up later down the road? Um, in this particular phase or will they have to report for the next phase? Like, I'm not sure the logistics on that. I, I mean, I don't see why Ryan Tannehill couldn't show up at any point uh, throughout the course of the voluntary portion of it. But like, we have no idea what's going on in these guys' personal lives. And so if hypothetically Ryan Tannehill, one of his kids has a birthday coming up next week, am I going to be pissed at Ryan Tannehill? Cause he doesn't want to fly up to Nashville away from his family and run sprints for a maximum of 90, 90 minutes before he has to go elsewhere outside the facility just to throw to his new tight end? Like, no, it's stupid. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. And the hang-up on all of this by not all Titans fans, but some Titans fans, just because you hate the way that this guy is the face of your season ending, yeah, it chaps your ass a little bit. I'm not telling you how to feel about your football team. You feel the however the hell you want about your football team. I'm just saying, is it the most rational and reasonable response to this particular event in time? Of course, damn not. (laughs) Of course not. It's just a ridiculous conversation that's being had around this at this time of year. Um, so big deal, little deal, no deal. I it's, it's, I'll say little deal just for the fact, like, could he be here? Probably. Would it be helpful if he was here from a public relations standpoint for his sake yeah but i mean shit puka puka brings this up too 
Mike wasn't even there today. Like Vrabel's not there today. <laughs> now I don't know why. I don't know why Mike wasn't there today. Um, I should probably do some following up and you know, hopefully everything in Mike Vrabel's life is okay. And, uh, and his family's like, like, I have no idea what reason Mike Vrabel had or did not have to not be there today. Other than he can't, Mike can't even be on the damn field. Like if they're going through these things now, could uh, there will be team meetings. Can somebody else, can Kevin Byard conduct a team meeting six years, seven years as an NFL pro probably, but like Vrabel's not there today. And you guys are freaking out about the quarterback not being there today when all of this stuff is being, uh, is uh, is voluntary. It's voluntary. Voluntary, voluntary, voluntary. Over and over and over again until we realize the, the meaning, the meaning of voluntary. OTAs are in May, says, uh, says Puka. MB says, honestly, Buck, judging from the chat, it sounds like a small minority of the fans are complaining. Um... Well, and YouTube, YouTube is one thing, MB. I don't know if you're seeing all of the comments. It's I, honestly, Facebook is always, I, and and I love you on Facebook. I do. I love all of you. I love all of you. I, I love all of you on all four of the different social media platforms that we stream this show on Sunday to Thursday night. But Facebook does tend to be more uh, negative. <laughs> it's typically, I don't know. I don't know why that is, uh, why Facebook has so much hate, has so much more hate and vitriol about these things than YouTube or, I mean, Twitter can be a toxic place. And honestly, the Twitter comments half the time, I've got to pull it up on my iPad just to see them because the uh, the program that we run doesn't show me the Twitter comments in the same place as everything else does um, at this point. But these are inside baseball things that you don't care about. The point being is enough people are talking about it, MB, that, you know, it's a topic of conversation. And so I take what people are talking about and I turn it into conversation, and we have a conversation around it, even if I find the conversation silly, right? Um, you know, it's it's part of the job. We address we address all of the things that happen with all of your favorite local sports teams, especially the ones of the most relevance, which is the fact that A.J. Brown doesn't have a contract yet, and the starting quarterback wasn't here for the first day of the voluntary offseason uh, program, and on and on and on it goes. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. And let's do, this is a free site. Let's end on a positive note. We've had a fairly fiery show this evening. I appreciate you guys. Uh, somebody says it was at a funeral. Amy Vining says, I did not see that it was at a funeral. And if and if that's the case, you know, our, our, again, I don't know. I don't want to speak recklessly. Um, but I'm sure he had his, I'm sure he had his reasons, right? Like, it's okay. People have, like the Tannehill thing, people have shit that happens in their lives that we have no idea about. You guys deal with problems every day, life events every day that I will never know about. I deal with life events every day that you will never know about, right? And and we all come here together and we find ma- ways to make it work. And if some days I'm not here or you're not here for personal reasons or whatever, like I'm not going to be I'm not going to scream at you about it. You guys aren't going to scream at me about it. We're going to have a mutual understanding that yes, there are things that keep people from doing things in their life particularly when those things that the that we're currently having conversations about are first and foremost prefaced by the word voluntary. All right, let's uh, let's leave that alone. I think I've hammered that. I think I've hammered that uh, that particular point enough. Let's do this as a free site. What's the best Marshawn Lynch video on the internet? Let's take a completely let's pivot hard and talk about some funny stuff on the internet. Here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What's the best Marshawn Lynch video you've seen on the internet? Let me know. We will talk about it together 
right after I tell you about our friends at Brimac Mechanical. I tell you guys about Brimac every night because it is critical to be in your comfort zone any night, any day, at any point. That is the key for you at this time of year. As the seasons begin to change, it's a little cooler today. Maybe you throw on your heat like I did. It's going to get warmer later in the week. Maybe you maybe you turn off your HVAC units for a couple of days. Maybe you coast it out and let nature take its course to get you in your comfort zone. Maybe you put your AC on a few days after that and you haven't had preventative maintenance and your AC isn't working at a time when you need it to because it's going to get hot as hell in Middle Tennessee. It's very, very soon. It's right around the corner. I promise you, you know how oppressive this heat can be. And Brimac Mechanical will help you prevent anything that would make you uncomfortable in your own home. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable in your own home. You want to be in your comfort zone, and Brymac Mechanical will do that for you. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. So, uh, the question is, what's the funniest Marshawn Lynch video you have seen on the internet? Now, this comes because, obviously, there was a new Marshawn Lynch video on the internet. For those of you who have not seen the news, uh, we are looking uh, We are looking at the... Uh, we are looking at the circumstance that uh, we were looking at the circumstance that Marshawn Lynch is now a minority owner in the Seattle Kraken, which is very exciting for Marshawn. He is also a fellow team owner with Macklemore, Macklemore, who is, of course, from the Seattle area. So they just become minority owners in the newest NHL franchise, the Seattle Kraken. Now, anytime you can put Marshawn Lynch on your team, that will benefit you in big ways, not just because he is a very business savvy individual for all the different things that he has a hand in, but also because he's an incredible marketing play. And now for a hockey team who is going to uh, need all the PR that they can get as you start to build fans and as you start to uh, generate revenue and income and interest, well, what more can you do to do all of those things? You can put Marshawn Lynch whipping it, just like he did the cart back at UCLA, or rather at Cal, not UCLA. Uh, you can put Marshawn Lynch on a Zamboni, and you can recreate one of the more famous videos in all of football history. Yeah, but but that particular page, Mason, Mason chose. It's got all the you know like the golf stuff. Mason's it's got after. Okay, so. The uh, the the Zamboni ride with Marshawn Lynch. Now the the Seattle Kraken put out a, an official video of uh, of him and his announcement that he's going to be a minority owner and Macklemore. I don't know why I struggle with that so much. Macklemore and his involvement with the Seattle Kraken. Um, it's one of my favorite videos. Now the hold my the hold my junk video is among one of the funniest. Right where he's it's it's the beast quake run against the New Orleans Saints in, I think it was like the NFC, whether it was the wild card round or the divisional round championship game, I can't remember. It was the Seahawks versus the Saints. Marshawn Lynch had an insane run, dives into the end zone, grabs his manhood, 
It's the hold my bleep Marshawn Lynch move, and it is one of the funniest things that I've ever seen, and also an incredible feat of athleticism, of skill, of strength, of balance, all of these things. Now, Peyton Manning and uh, Marshawn Lynch talking about, what was it, Peyton's places, Marshawn Lynch's pregame uh, ritual of taking a shot of Hennessy, maybe two, maybe three, before he hit the field for any given game, and Peyton thinking he's talking about Toradol or Gatorade or something like that, because of course... Uh, that's the case, although, you know, drinking in locker rooms is not uncommon before a game, especially when you play as violent, especially like old school football players, really not even that old school, like early 2000s, 90s. I mean, every once in a while, uh, you can find that still happening in an NFL locker room. It's not as uncommon as you would think or scandalous by any means. But uh, there's a lot of funny shit that Marshawn does on the Internet, uh, and you can find any of them in the you know, wonderful resource that is YouTube. But right now you can find them on the Seattle Cracker. Seattle Kraken's social media channels because he is now a minority owner and that is going to be a uh, can't miss marketing play by the newest NHL franchise. All right, going to do it for us this evening. A lot of fun. Radio show tomorrow. We've got Diana Rossini right off the top. We'll be talking about all these contracts, AJ Brown in particular, and her thoughts on the wide receiver market right now. We've got winners and losers of the sports weekend. That will be in tomorrow's show as well, we're on from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Time on 104.5 The Zone. That's where you can catch the radio show. And if I don't talk to you then, I will see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. or right around there on A to Z Sports Prime Time.